0: Welcome to Words From Your Mama. I'm your host, Simone. If you're a mom or maybe considering being a mom and you want some encouragement along the way, then this podcast is for you. On this podcast, I interview moms from every walk of life as they share their experiences. So thanks for listening.
1: Instead of focusing on all your regrets that you didn't do as a parent, well look at why don't you look at the stuff you did do as a parent, you know?
0: On this episode, we are going to be interviewing my friend, Linda Simpkins. I have had the pleasure of doing life with her and her family for over 10 years now, and I wouldn't change any second of it. I love them to pieces, and they have been an incredible strength to me. What were some important principles your parents taught you growing up? My mom taught me to forgive.
1: She taught me to have a relationship with God. Um... There was a lot of chaos in my house growing up, so I'm trying to think. I think those are two, two big ones.
0: Mm-hmm. Very big. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, and and love your siblings. Make sure you don't ever lose your relationship with your siblings.
0: <laughs> That's a big one, too. Again, those are all things you don't hear talked about. Um, so those are good. Well,
1: my mom used to say, you know, you can always forgive but not forget. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up with all forgive, don't forget. right? Yeah. But I realized that if you forgive and don't forget you can hold on and harbor stuff yeah so so we'll just go with the forgive make sure you forgive people yeah
0: yeah so looking back what is one thing you're glad you did with your children i know we talked a lot about survival but (laughs) outside of that (laughs) i think that people need to
1: understand my household when i say survival okay because because there were times like our well busted right we had a pipe in our well busted so my husband took I think at that point it was just two of our kids I didn't I didn't have Hannah at that point point. and he dug a six foot well or a six foot hole six feet long six feet deep you know Wow. all right guys we need to patch it and my husband and my kids are down in the hole they're having mud fights and <laughs> I mean so when I say survival I'm saying things like that like the 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 walls didn't cave in all yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. You know, or Isaiah in the top of a tree at four yeah. years old, he didn't fall out and bust his head, you know. Or, um, you know, and we had a heavy equipment around our house at times. So there would be times where we would put him in the bucket and swing the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so when I say survival skills, I'm saying stuff like that. Yeah, I don't want anybody to really think like, God, what did they do in their house? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so your question, I'm sorry. What was your question again? <laughs> Of looking back, uh-huh. what's one thing you're glad you did with your children? Mm, spend time with them. Spend time with them. Read the Word of God with them. Pray with them. Laugh with them. Cry with them. Show them that mom and dad were vulnerable. We were not perfect. Um, you know, we had sometimes we had to have hard discussions in front of them, um, yeah. you know, so they understood the gravity of situations. Um, but yeah, teach them how to love God, teach them how to read the Bible teach them that church is important. Teach them to be nice. Yeah. You know, Gosh, <laughs> yes. there's a shortage of nice yes. people in the world now. Teach them to be nice.
0: Yes. How do you balance commitments outside of the home with family commitments?
1: When you say family commitments, you mean like my kids each going in different directions? Mm-hmm. Communication. Yeah. Big, huge communication. So, you know, we'll We'll send out, a, we have a family group chat Yeah. Um, every once. I, I try not to bombard my kids with, because none of them like being in group chats. No, it's <laughs> disgusting.
0: It's like being put in jail involuntarily. <laughs> so bad.
1: So every once in a while, we'll send a group text. Hey, this is what we're doing. Who wants to come? And if we get responses, great. Otherwise it's, well, I didn't get it. Turn your do not disturb <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> but but communication's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> And this question kind of goes hand in hand with each other, Mm -hmm. but how do you prioritize marriage and raising your family?
1: Uh, My husband is important, and I need to make sure my children understand that. And so James and I have um, let them know that, okay, mom and dad are having a conversation right now. You need to wait. Um, Because they need to understand that um, kids don't hijack a marriage. Yeah. Right? Um, Because when my kids are gone, who am I stuck in the house with? My significant other, mm-hmm. right? And um, if we don't learn how to invest in our marriage, it's, a couple of things are going to happen. Our kids aren't going to learn how to have a good marriage yeah. because we're not showing them how to invest in each other. Um, and then when when we are empty nesters, we got to figure out who each other is, and that could be difficult. Yeah. I think a lot of marriages end in that season because moms prioritize the kids over the husband, and, you know, the dad's not you know, quote unquote, doing anything or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Um, so really it's, it's learning or it's teaching our children that my husband is important. My relationship with my husband is important. His relationship with their mom is very important. And our relationship with our kids are important, you know, but this right here comes first. Yeah. And set a time, set aside some time with your spouse. You know, if you, if you don't have money to date, You got a back patio, you got a front patio, you got a front lawn, set up a table and put a candlelight on it and date each other. You know, there's tons of things. You go for a walk. Yeah. You know, and if your kids are small and you need to spend some time together, put them in a stroller, let them ride the bike, walk and talk. There's, there's a lot, get creative. You know, (laughs) There's lots of things that you put your kids to bed early and invest in your marriage that way.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'm a big proponent of investing in your marriage. Um. James and I, our kids are, you know, I like, like I say, an adults. Every Friday night, we try every Friday night to go out on a dinner date, even if it's we go get dinner. We try to do
0: that. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. What you guys were a crazy busy house when your kids were younger. Mm -hmm. So, what guidance would you give thinking through sports and academics, like? specifically balancing, again, the lifestyle of sports and academics versus your church. Okay.
1: Um, So I'll talk to sports because Isaiah was in sports a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And the way we did it was um, he didn't miss church. So if he had baseball practice on a Wednesday, we would leave baseball practice. Um, Baseball practice usually ended at 630. We were a couple minutes late for prayer. He would go in his cleats and his dirty uniform and we would make it to church um, because just as much as I wanted to see him play baseball, yeah, I wanted to see him live for the Lord. Um, and when Lou was doing sports, we did the same thing. Um, so it was a little different when we were homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Don't let sports run your life. Um, there's like a 0. 0.06% 0. chance of your kids making it into any major league, anything. Yeah. Okay, so no. Yeah. <laughs> yes, little Johnny's great. However... When they get to high school, he might look at you and be like, "I hate baseball. Yeah. I'm not playing it." You know what I mean? Uh, it doesn't run your life. It does not need to be the thing that is the priority. Um, so make sure that you are balancing your church. Shouldn't I? Don't think you should miss it. Um, I think one time when Isaiah made to- a tournament, we missed church, and that was like a five day straight tournament. Um, but it wasn't. We tried. We tried not to miss church for sports. We didn't want it to run our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we weren't going to let it run our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, get your kids through high school. That's your main job as a parent. Get them through high school. Your kids might not know what they want to do when they leave high school yeah. and parents. That's okay. Because there are some adults, I'm 44 years old and there are still sometimes I'm like, Oh, I want to do that. Wait a minute. I want to do this wait a minute I want to do that and for us to put pressure on our kids when they leave high school okay go to college yeah because you got to pick out a degree for the next four years that you want to do for the rest of your life it might not happen that way yeah and if your kids go to college great if they don't go to go to college that's okay too Mm -hmm. you know their future is not dependent upon college I didn't go to college and I've watched God bless me um, I know I got a couple of kids in college, they want to go to college and that's awesome. I got one kid that's like, Yeah, not right now. And that's okay too, yeah. because if I push them to go to college, then it's going to be, it's going to be a fight and it might be a fail and then it might be more detriment. Um, I, I'm, I'm all for academics. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all for, um, you know, letting your kids play sports, but those things don't have to define and run your children's lives, Amen. you know, as help them to be. Contributing people to society, yeah, you know, and let them know that uh, there is no job that they are above. You got to start somewhere. Yeah, you don't get here by like, oh, high school, fifty thousand dollars a year. Uh, think again, pal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and maybe you will. Who knows? Maybe, but but uh, you're not no. too good to um, scrub a floor. Yeah, <laughs> if that's what your job calls for. Yeah. So, um, and then um. Yeah, they're not allowed to be bums. <laughs> <laughs> you know, come on, yeah. make good choices. Do something that's going to better yourself. You don't want to go to college, there's tech school. You don't want to do that. There is training in this, in, in specific things that you can do to, to to you know, to, to make a living.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, But church is priority. Yeah. It's God, family, church. Things go after that. And again, point zero six percent chance or something like that that little johnny's gonna make it into the <laughs> major league anything <laughs> and there's sometimes you know where you got I'm, I'm sorry i'll go back to this there are sometimes where you have parents that you have kids in multiple different sports mm-hmm. um just make sure you communicate with your spouse and if 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 those sports are so stressful take a step back what yeah. don't they need to be involved in Okay? Not every child needs to be involved in every sport, every season of their little lives. Let them learn how to love just being a kid.
0: Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Here's my curveball question. Okay. Oh, man. I didn't write this one down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're still going back to the other two. That's fine. So, what's the most trouble you've ever gotten into? Oh, man.
1: (laughs) Jeez. I went to jail. Oh. I spent the night in jail. I was at a party. Shouldn't have been in a party. Um, I was drinking underage. Um, Yep. It was not a good thing. I had my younger sister with me, which was even worse. Man. And I went back to my house. (laughs) Guns blazing. Now that's a metaphor, okay? I didn't have (laughs) any guns. Um, But I was not in a good mood. Yeah. And I was drunk. And I went back to my house. And my mom met me at the door and there was a massive verbal fight that ensued and cops got called and Mm -hmm. they came and they you know, were telling me what I was going to do and I was telling them what I was not going to do. Because you're a fighter. That's exactly right. (laughs) And next thing I know, I was in handcuffs in the back of the car and they were like, well, you know what? You can spend the night here and think on what you did. And I was like, oh God, this is not going to be
0: a pretty sight. So that is the most trouble I ever got in. That stinks, man. (laughs) Is there one thing you wish someone told you before you began your mothering journey?
1: Yes. I wish they would have told me at age 18, you got to let go and let God take care of every decision from that point on. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, because the thing is, the thing is, is you got... um, You know, you got, well, okay, make sure you love your children when they're babies. Enjoy this stage because they grow up so fast. And then not only that, the toddler stage, wait till they get to the toddlers, two to four, right? And then you're just like... Oh man, okay, because then by that time you're like a tired parent. Everybody's got bags under their eyes, but nobody ever prepares you for and then oh yeah, when you're teenage, the preteen stage, oh the hormones, right? They say yes. that. And then the teenage, oh my God, if I can just get them through the teenage stage, it'll be okay. But man, that adult stage. Yeah. Nobody ever says when they get to be this age, let go. And let God. Nobody ever tells me that. Nobody ever told me that. It might yeah. have been a little bit different. God <laughs> and I might have had a little bit of con- different conversation at that particular point in time in our life. But anyhow, I wish that that would have been told to me.
0: <laughs> I still don't know that that would have applied, though, because it's no. easy to say it. But then, like, to do it is just a completely another thing. To live through it? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So our final question. Okay. Are there any specific books or verses in the Bible that have helped you raise your family? Um, yeah, we used to have,
1: um, I can't remember the name of the book. I'll have to find it. It fell apart. It was used so much, okay? <laughs> um, but it was by uh, Kim Haney, and she wrote a, a child's devotion book. And so what we would do before they would go to school is we would read that devotion, that little story. Um, and I think that was a big one. Um And then, um, I'm trying to think like when they got a little older, we tried to find devotion books when, like for their season of life, Mm -hmm. you know, if they were kids, it was like, you know, little cartoon devotion books. Yeah. Um, and, um, I still have some of them as a matter of fact, um, that I was going to pass on to them when, um, they were, you know, when they had their own kids. Um, and then there was a series, it was a three part series by Max Lucado, um, and it was, it was really about principles and not doing specific things and don't go over on this side of the wall because this is what will happen. Um, we would read those to our kids, um, and they were impactful. Um, and then obviously the Bible. Yeah. Um, and then, um, verses in the Bible. I would say the verses in the Bible came with the seasons of life that our kids were going through. So if, If they needed to, mom, this person did this and, oh, I hate them. It was like, oh, okay, hold on. Let's, we got, we got to learn how to forgive. So we would go and we would search the scriptures for forgiveness or, um, so really it was just a lot about reading the Bible together and devotions together. Um, and I'll have to find a couple of the ones that we use and I could get you the names, but I would say at this point, whoever's listening is whatever Bible devotion for the, that's age specific for them. You're putting the word of God in them. Keep going parents, you know, and when they get a little older and you guys can sit down at the table and read the Bible together, even if it's like three or four verses, keep going parents. And then when they're in their, you know, teenage stage and you guys can read a whole chapter together and discuss it hey, they're getting the Bible. So whatever those devotions are. And then even, um, you know, as they went through the seasons of life, we would try and buy them their own devotions and be like, okay, this is your personal devotion. And so, you know, as we were trying to guide them, as they were growing, it was, okay, did you pray and read your Bible? You know, even if it's that devotion, mm-hmm. did you pray and read your Bible? So we were trying to instill those things as they got older. Yeah. To give them a little bit more buy-in and, and whatnot. So...
0: So in conclusion, you're the wisest person I know. So do you have a bit of wisdom to leave the audience with today? I would say moms and dads,
1: uh, make sure you, make sure you love your kids. Um, Don't, don't compare uh, the way you're raising your kids to the way somebody else is raising their kids. Um, Don't, don't try and pray the will of God for somebody else's child Hmm. in your child's life. Um, I made that mistake once and God told me, he said, would you stop praying your will for his life, for her life? And just pray that my will would be done, please. Yeah. Um, And don't, don't compare God in heaven. Merciful father, don't compare your children to other people, Mm -hmm. to other children because each, each calling, each purpose, each personality, it's all different, Yeah, you know? And it's okay if, you know, you see, oh my gosh, those kids love this, but my child, that's okay, your child doesn't have to love that. No. Nope. <laughs> your child is its own person.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, so don't get caught in the comparison trap. Learn to love and have fun with your children. Um, and when you teach the word, don't don't be a do as I say not as I do parent. You live it by example, and if you're hurt, it's okay if your kids see you hurt. Amen. It, there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay if your kids see you cry. It's okay if your husband sees you cry. It's okay if your kids see you get frustrated, and you know your, your wife sees you frustrated. That's okay. Those things are okay. You know you don't have to have a wall up. Um, I know we try and protect our kids. Yeah. Um, but it's okay for them to see us hurt. Because they need to see how we're going to handle it. Yes, You know? Yes. Um, And we don't have to be perfect. (laughs) Heavens to Betsy, we're not perfect. (laughs) And it's okay if our kids see us mess up because then we can go to them and be like, you know what? I screwed up big and I'm so sorry. That's so good. So learn how to apologize. Learn how to forgive. Um, And jeez, I'll say it again. Please don't compare your kids to other people's children. It's not a one-size-fits-all thing. No. It doesn't work that way.
0: No, it'd be a boring world. Oh, man. It would be. I think Max Lucado has a book about that. It's like stars circles and circles. Is stuff. that what it is? Yeah, I don't remember what the title is, but yeah.
1: Yeah. When I was growing up, I used to have this tape. Uh, it was called Bullfrogs and Butterflies. So it, it kind of tells you how old I am. I had a tape, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bullfrogs and Butterflies, but on the, on the, the song was Gray and Boring gray and boring, gray and boring. (laughs) And it went on to talk about how everything around us was gray and boring, you know? And if we're all the same, you're right, Simone, it's going to be boring. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But um, I love, yeah, just love life with your family. Yeah. Love life. If you're single, single people, man, one of the greatest words that uh, my oldest told me was, man, I'm just going to romanticize the season of life I'm in. Yes. Just love it. Live it, you know, just... Don't worry about who's getting married and who's not getting married and who's got a boyfriend who doesn't have a boyfriend and, and don't compare your life to them. No, that's okay. Love where you are and live it to the fullest of your potential that you can live it yeah. while you're where you are at yeah. this particular point. Because you won't get it back. No, you won't. You know, that you're right. Time is something you'll never get back. <clears throat> and But it's something you wish you had so much more yeah. of. Yeah, So. Totally. there's um you know watching you and uh my kids and listening to some of the stuff y'all say i'm like man from this point forward i'm just gonna love life and live it baby we're just gonna we're just gonna do it you know yeah (laughs) and so you guys have been an inspiration to me
0: Uh,
1: so and my husband's always been like that he's like can i change it i'm like well no he's like okay
0: yeah let's go let's just keep
1: moving on yes so (laughs) love james yeah he's great (sighs) My gem. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for You're your time welcome. on this podcast. I appreciate all the wisdom and I'm sure all the moms and everyone listening appreciates it as well. Well, thank you for having
1: me. I really appreciate it and count on an honor.
0: No I appreciate
1: problem. it. I love our friendship. Thank you very much. I
0: love you. Well, <laughs> so that's all we have for this episode. Be sure to tune in next week for more words from your mama.